Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, boys. We're hanging out here at the 2022 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. And uh, that gentleman over there has rolled out what looks to be about eight bottles of Tito's vodka. Just taunting, taunting Roycey. No, you were a gin guy back in the day. Was Tangeray Gin? I might be fighting That's my way through the fence. So. <laughs> <laughs> or Bombay? Bombay wasn't bad either. Uh, Halsey Hall taught me the virtues of Bombay. So that was a long time ago. Um, so um, we're doing this special edition podcast here from the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, and as as Patrick Royce always says, the sports gods will always deliver when you need them most. There's a guy on Twitter named Jordan Schultz. He's got a blue check mark, so he must be fairly legit. And he's got 100,000 followers. Uh, he's some sort of insider analyst in both the NBA and the NFL. And he does podcasts with C.J. McCollum and Allen Robinson. So, I don't know. He's got okay. connections, right? And he tweeted about two hours ago, Kirk Cousins has zero intention of taking a pay cut, sources say. I'm told an extension could pay Kirk Cousins around $40 million a year. Uh, boy, that would, then what are you accomplishing if you don't just, uh, you might as well just take the $45 million hit and play him for a year, right? As, as opposed to, uh, I suppose you can't trade him. I mean, you're not trading him then, but, uh, uh, I, I'm sure that he has zero. I, I don't think anybody ever thought he'd take a pay cut, right? But you thought maybe. I think that was the. Judd, isn't that kind of what people are like? Well, maybe he'll take a little pay cut. Yeah, that's, what you, that's what you said, and I laughed. But over, over, a, <laughs> over a three year period, he'd get it back, is what I felt. But maybe what he's saying is he won't take, you know, whatever deal you come up with. He's now at the 45 threshold, and he wants to remain there no matter how it's uh, dispersed. Yes. So. Yes, I think that's accurate. This well, is a pretty short, pretty short conversation with him and his camp, right? Hey, we'd love to make this work, but you know it's going to be tough for us to pay yeah. you as a top five quarterback and build a roster. And if his camp says, "Eh, we want forty plus million dollars," and you say, "Okay, we're going to trade you," so uh, what if they? Uh, what is the out on that? If if somebody, I mean. What what does he cost you if you wait till the middle of summer? Still forty five to trade him, or what? No, if you, I mean, if you can't get rid of him for anything. Yeah, yeah, he's Who's he's take set at that, that right now. Who's going to take him at that number? I think what you would do is try and work out a trade that also involves him agreeing to an extension elsewhere. 
Yeah. And that gets you more back. Well, why wouldn't he want to do an extension here? He's got uh, Jefferson. and he's Oh, got he a, would. He's got a new coach that loves him. At, so, at his going rate. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, he, so he's basically saying, if this is true, $40 million per year contract, and he's wanted guarantees his whole career, right? Yes. That you get it he, all. He's essentially asking for, let's say, a three-year, $120 million contract, ironclad, if this report yeah. is true. Well, Kyler wants Kyler allegedly wants fifty. What? Wasn't it fifty? I didn't see that there, report. There was supposed to be one last <laughs> week that Kyler wants his new deal to be fifty million average. More power so, to him. Hope, hope he can get it. Yeah. And I think uh, Carr wants four, thirty to forty million yes. as well. Yes, yeah. Carr. Carr wants a going market. I'd rate rather have trail. Carr than Kyler. Kyler overrated. Overrated. Problematic well, too. Huh? It, he sounds like he's a bit of a baby as well, which would be more of a problem because I don't want a guy who's my quarterback who's brooding and pouting on the sidelines. Weren't side you guys lines. telling me there's these all these videos of him sitting on the sidelines yeah. pouting? There was a montage on Get Up on ESPN's uh, TV morning show last week. It was like a 90-second montage of coaches having to encourage him to get over, you know, an interception. He, or is, is, is the ability of people – to see every one of your screw-ups, the biggest change in American civilization. And then in, tell in you the about those screw-ups in your social media. Yes, that's right? what I mean. Yeah. It's, if, if you get, if Matt, Matthew Stafford doesn't jump off the float and try to <laughs> save the woman's life while his wife's saving her, he's a... Forget the fact that he won the Super Bowl for Los Angeles. Who cares? He doesn't care about his fellow man. Did you see that clip? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. like, just watches yes. her fall oh. off backwards. He's so, like, ooh, that, how far that didn't what, look good. Did she fall, like, off the stage? Yeah. She broke her spine. She has a fractured spine. Yeah. Oh, well, who was she? A photographer, I believe, for, like, the L.A., like, a freelance photographer, like, the L.A. Times and, like, Bay Area. So she's paralyzed? She's, she's not paralyzed, but she is significantly damaged in the hospital, and the Rams are paying for her medical bills. And, oh, they and the are. Because of too, yeah. the, oh, that's uh, nice. Okay. But yeah. because of the controversy then? Yes, definitely. But what? Mrs. Stafford, who's really a do-gooder, right? Am I, yeah, right? she she went over she and went helped out. out. Why was that his reaction? Like, he, yeah. he, he, turned, he turned around and, like, ran away from it. Yeah, you know, weird. some people don't like sick people, you know. <laughs> this, he hates yeah. hospitals, I guess. Phil, yeah, yeah. this was supposed to be his day. He's celebrating. Yeah. He's drinking why, huge amounts of alcohol. Why is this woman he's ruining my day? He's not prepared for death. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a day for death. It's that a day was, for celebration. Uh, oh, my God. I did not watch uh, any uh, videos of that. Let me say something about golf since we're here, right? Should sure, I? That's, well, absolutely. <laughs> this is the place to do no, it. No, Pat, for the first time, yeah. we no. are going to dictate the conversation. <laughs> Damn, I miss it. I wish I still played. I, my legs are, my knees are shot. I can't, I'm so crappy, but at the end, I couldn't play. But those were the 40 best years of my life when I played. <laughs> Shooting when I 118. Played, and when yeah. I played, yeah, yeah, I didn't care. Played 50 times. Played every Tuesday. Played 50 times a year. Not, you know, God, I loved it. It was, uh, it was, I mean, and I, you know, sober too. Good for you. you I'm know, not. For damn near all of it, sober. What's the best you ever got at golf? I thought maybe the late 80s. Uh, when I made my first, uh, when I came out of treatment and, uh, and lost some weight and, you know, was actually, 
I don't want to say this in public, was actually jogging in the morning. And oh, stopped. wow. You know, I ever tell you how I started drinking again? Not drinking again. I never started drinking again. Eating again, though. I was on that, I was on uh, Golden Valley Parkway going towards Theodore's Worth. Uh-huh. And I was going to go, that used to run over there by the, the old hospital and then yeah. where that thing is. And I'm running behind these two women. And one of them's got a rear end on her the size of a house. <laughs> and I realize after 10 minutes I haven't gained any ground on her. <laughs> and said, all right, the hell with it. This ain't working. I never ran. I never ran. <laughs> that was it. Step. I'm going to the yes. Chinese buffet. Yes. Screw this. I, not knee, pro- I, not I, knee problems. I not boredom. I can't catch this gal. Yeah. I'm done. I saw Pat jog when they said uh, last call for the orange chicken over here <laughs> yeah. at the uh, Chinese buffet. Run yes. over there. So anyway, I miss it, man. I love golf. It was, uh, you know, plus the, you know, the camaraderie and the abuse and the, all those good things. It was. Uh, it was fantastic, and uh, I, I was really happy to. The, the one great thing about the pandemic was the incredible comeback that golf made in two thousand when uh, two thousand twenty when yeah. you you couldn't you know that was the only thing that was all you, you could know, do the all only could thing do. open and uh, I remember going out at Fox Hollow like on the first Saturday that they started letting them play, and they were still teeing them off like at four forty five at that time of. You know, in in April were as many holes as you could play, and they were trying to get twelve holes played. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was an incredible resurgence that I th- I think it still exists to some. It's extent. in. A, I mean, this is this is the first time. I mean, it's not. It's post Tiger, but we've kind of been in this post Tiger era for like yes. eight years now. You know, hoping that he comes back. This is the first time as a diehard, you know, Tiger got me into golf, where I will absolutely sit down and watch any tournament yeah. if I'm free on a Sunday. Well, I, I think the car crash has taken away the idea that he's going to come back and save yeah. the game because it doesn't really need saving. What it needs saving from now is Phil Mickelson and the Saudi circuit. Did you see? Did you guys you know see his actual quote? That, you know who's going to take that money? The Shambo. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, no. he doesn't care. Yeah. What what is the what is the violation of the the ardent rules of the PGA Tour that's uh, supposedly uh, upsetting these guys? Well, so he, I, I've got a I've got the quote here. This is well, there's a bunch of quotes from Phil Mickelson. These are from November, and it was uh I don't know, it was it was, a, it was a book or something that he was being interviewed for, yes. and uh, and he says they are scary mother bleepers to get involved with. Nicholson told author Alan uh, Shipnuck. Got to be careful yeah, with that he's, word. Uh, he's so they are sports. scary MFers. The, um, let's see here. The Saudis? They, or they, the... the Saudis. Yeah. Yep. They, they kill the reporter and have a horrible track record on human rights. They execute people there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? <laughs> Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to reshape the PGA Tour. Yes. Oh, my God. But what, Phil, what, what does he mean? I think they, what, do they get mad because they have to? Uh, He's saying they, that they're not being paid enough. There's not enough. Yeah. There's there's not enough money going into prize pools and stuff. Six, six million, damn near every place you stop. Yeah. I, Phil's and, got a lot of bills to pay. Yeah, he does. There's a lot of debt with Phil, I think, that so, we don't know about. Apparently, the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund has $500 billion, and that's... By the way, there's a, they do this with the WWE, too. There's a big WWE yeah. pay-per-view there to, uh, Sunday, and they, they just throw money at these 
American well, sports that entities. Deep in their hearts, what they want is appearance money. Yeah, you know, because the, pl- the PGA. Yeah. And I think doesn't that take away your enjoyment of watching golf to a degree? That, that if, that if you, you knew that Phil Mickelson that, got eight million dollars yeah, to go yeah. show up, at, you know yeah. that. Oh man, who's going to win the million? Well, the other guy's already got it. You know? Yeah. So I, 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 I have no idea what their complaint is, but they are the. They are spoiled creatures, uh, the the golfers. That's for sure. Oh, so the the other two guys that might take the the blood money, if you will, are Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau. Ooh. Dustin, huh? Dustin's got some bills, I bet. From, yeah. that, from what? <laughs> that Gretz can't help him oh, pay. God. I, I got to think Dustin's got more money and he knows what to do with. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Just he more. Have, you think just, Dustin owes some people? Because he might have. I think he might owe some people. Yeah. Just because he might have had an intimate relationship with Pablo Escobar, you mean? Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just a couple things here and there, Pat, that I've heard. I mean, Paulina I loves him, so I'll don't get me wrong. I watched, okay, speaking of, I watched uh, on my flight from the from Seattle to Minneapolis, I watched Scarface on the plane. It's like the you know 10th time I've seen Fantastic. it. Fantastic. And I thought, I'm thinking to myself, I know there's a couple parts in this movie that, like, there were two little kids sitting behind oh. me. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way Delta would leave those parts in, you know, naked yeah. women yeah. and whatnot. Oh. oh, no, they leave those oh, parts yeah. in. Well, I'm sitting there, like, trying to cover the screen. It's like, not on you. Kids. Well, no, it's, it's no. weird. It's Delta. No. Plus, the little kid, it might be, you know, what the hell. The Michelle like, Pfeiffer like looks that. pretty good in that movie. Oof, that's the old. Yes. That's yes, the Michelle she's Pfeiffer. She's still acted all? Oh, she's doing. Much I haven't seen Michelle Pfeiffer Man, in years. she was uh, she was rolling for about a decade, yep. though. She had everything. Catwoman? Yeah, that kind of, Catwoman right. was kind Catwoman. of the, the bookend of yeah. the, the decade of, she of was, Pfeiffer. Uh, she, had, uh, <laughs> she had everything. But, yeah, I just I don't know what the complaint is. That, but I think It's got to be appearance money. It's appearance money. They want to be guaranteed if they show up, they're going to get yeah. paid. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. How much, like, when, when uh, like, for the 3M, like, what does Dustin Johnson get for it? Does he, I'm assuming he, he doesn't get anything? They might, they might line up a corporate thing for him at 3M okay. that he gets to talk to, you know, in his monosyllabic terms, he gets to talk to them and gets picked up 50 or something. They could maybe do something like that. But okay. nothing, you can't pay him to play in your pro-am or anything like that i don't think okay so that's like the pro-am is the... a the pro-am for a weekly event everybody has to play in it including tiger woods really yeah yeah because yeah, those weekly events i think that's probably another thing they want to get rid of having to play in a pro-am yeah you know because if 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 you got a weekly event like the 3m uh they'll have two days of the no for the seniors they had two days of pro-am. The pro-ams were more important to them financially as as running the golf tournaments than the actual tournament. Hmm. And Just for, that's uh, for the seniors. For the seniors. Okay. And those guys, they had two days of it, and some of them had to play twice. You know, if you were like one of the top 30 guys, you only had to play once, but some of them hmm. had to play twice. And then Hollis would get guys like, and then he'd have another pro-am on It'd be Wednesday, Thursday out at the course, but on Tuesday they'd have one out at the 3M course. Uh, the uh, not the, the 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 old course in uh, Bunker Hills. Bunker Hills. Lionel, no, Lionel Lake. Oh. The what's the where the 3M used to have the whatever that golf course is that Hollis took it over. It's now the Royal Club, and they'd have a pro am out there too. And 
So Jack had to play? So if Jack came in to play in the event, he had to play in the pro Jack uh, was supposed to play, yes, and I think they'd make him play. But he would, Jack would not play with the riffraff. You know, it's supposed to be a blind draw, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be a supposed to be a blind draw. But uh, uh, yeah, I suppose that's another thing they want to get rid of the pro ams because they blame just, for that. boys. We have uh, we have some breaking baseball news here. Well, it's breaking to our audience, anyways. You guys have already heard this, but just to throw it out there, uh, statement from. Major League Baseball, we regret that without a collective bargaining agreement in place, we must uh, postpone the start of spring training until no earlier than March 5th. All 30 clubs are unified in their strong desire to bring players back to the field, yada, yada, yada. So, and then tomorrow, does it become March 6th or what? What So they're not scheduled to meet again until Monday. No. Why? uh, Yeah. I don't know. They sat down, I believe, for 15, for 15, 15 minutes, minutes yesterday. And then they said they're going to start sitting down daily on Monday. Why not today? I don't know. Not Friday. What are they but doing tomorrow? They went <laughs> daily starting Monday for God knows how long. Uh, right. Well, you know, Manfred does not like baseball, and he just likes being Manfred. But then again, I don't think Tony Clark is – Tony Clark is – He's getting his advice from Dave Winfield and Bobby Bonilla, or the other members of that committee. I love Winnie, but, you know, I never, I don't think he was the valedictorian at Central High. I don't Neither think was he, I. But uh, Bonilla gets paid, <laughs> what? Central too, yeah. It's yeah. July 1st. Bobby Bonilla still getting a paycheck. Yes, he is. But, uh, I, I, you know, they got to go back to having some... Very smart lawyer running the game for them instead of what's uh, what's 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 on the on the owner side. What's Theo Epstein been doing? Wasn't he hired to like help untangle some of baseball's problems? But like, I what think we heard his from is him? on field. Yeah, uh-huh. he's supposed to, and they barely talked about that stuff. No, he's supposed but. to improve the game. You know, so I so don't. They've know. been arguing about money for for three months, and Chris Ricey, Mister Baseball, all in on three balls and two strikes. Really. Yep. Jim Cott is all in on he that. He says too, it's right? the only solution. Ugh. Wow. Get it, Pat? Yeah. Could see that. It's yes. gonna, you know, you're gonna blow out the record book for all time strikeouts and stuff like that. Yep. But so, you just have to have a different era, you know, you just have to split it in half. How much of baseball's <laughs> on field problems can be fixed if we just stop caring about stats and history? Yes. Yeah, gonna, and and how much should we care about stats in history? You're going to have to stop if you mm-hmm. change. I love it, but you're going to have to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but then again, it's one of its field few appeals is tradition. It's one of its few appeals, not so much you know in the playing of the game, but the you know, I mean, but do kids what care about NFL? Pa- what NFL player would be a top twenty great name in baseball? What NFL? Jimmy Brown? I mean, who? What would be a top? Who's, well, Brady now, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say cor- a quarterback, maybe. But baseball has the, you know, Ruth and Aaron and Mays and that, that whole uh, collection there. But do young fans now care about that? No, probably like not. Like I do, but I'm old, so who cares Think about, about me? football, like in football. But you're young. People talk about not- Kyler Murray. They don't talk about Bronco Nagurski yeah. and Terry <laughs> Bradshaw. Like. You're not getting... You're not getting them. Baseball is never getting the 25-year-old. Well, I think if I you, suppose you want them to. 
to think, eh, maybe I'll watch a game when I'm 42 or something. Yeah, yeah but, Pat, if, <laughs> if you go to three balls and two strikes, if you shorten games, yeah. I think you could get, get them back. The problem is, as the game runs now, you're not going to get them. No. I don't, I, know. I don't know. It would be it would probably be the most dramatic move ever made in any sport, right? Well, they did draw a new line on the NBA floor at one point in <laughs> yes, the early right. '80s, and hockey That's doesn't care. Crazy. And now, now we yeah. just saw our local heroes use that line to go twenty-three for ninety-seven in two straight games. Yeah. 23 out of 97. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, you know, you get, you're hot and cold. They're tired. But, but that is probably, like, we, we don't think of it now, but in terms of drastic changes to the game, somebody in a room at one point in like the late 70s said, all right, what if we drew a curved line on the court? <laughs> and if you made a shot from behind that line, it's worth extra, an extra points. Point. Yeah. You know? And baseball can't figure out you know, little tweaks here and there. I told you what the G League's doing. I like it. Free throw. Two-shot foul, you get one free throw. You make it, two points. You miss it, zero oh, really? points. That's what they're doing. Zero points. That's yep, it. you shoot one. That puts a lot of pressure on that first brick, right? I do sort of like that, yeah. Yeah, huh. it's kind of fun. It's uh, Makes the games more entertaining late, probably. And this three-man game, because this guy, Canyon Berry, who I wrote about the other day, he's big in the three-man game. A free throw is, they call very few fouls, but a free throw counts the same as a two-point pass. You know, it's a, the, the three-pointer is a two-pointer, but everything else is one, with free throws or field goals. Yeah. So, and so, you only get one free throw out. I want to go back to this, this uh, three ball. So three balls is a walk, two strikes. Is, so you start, the count is, is 0-0, right? You yeah, start with a clean yeah, count. three balls, two strikes. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around so you'd have more strikeouts for sure because you'd just be a the quicker idea, path to The strikes. idea is you're getting them to swing the bats. Right. Yeah. Yes. You like know? But yeah. then again, I said the problem is that if you, if you fall off strike one, you're never going to see a hittable pitch, you know, for, you know, to, I guess, Chris's theory is the pitchers couldn't waste as many pitches and the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the hitters would have to swing. You go up there, you can't wait for the second strike fastball. Yeah. If, if you get a fastball down the middle, you got to swing, right? On strike one. Mm-hmm. A lot, lot more first pitches. Sort of like it. It would be, I don't think you could just universally say it, right? But you could try it in triple a or place. i'm trying to look this up we this is probably going back years it might have been on the the old Royce and mackey show at one time i remember looking up the number of pitches on average thrown in a game in like 1991 or 1985 yes. compared to now and it was like there's like 30 to 50 extra pitches yes. being thrown in games now everybody every pitch is a drama Every pitch is a drama instead of yeah. throwing it in. He'll hit a ground ball here, maybe. And uh, when we, when we, when hitters, de- when the people decided this was that they wanted the ball down here, to s- that was the only one they're going to swing at. That changed things dramatically because the old, yeah, well, they wanted you to get on top of the baseball bat, yeah. you know, for your entire life. So I don't know that game, you know. I worry about golf too, though, because of time of game. Don't you? Yeah, you, but you I gotta feel like... you gotta have a buzzer that goes off when Bryson DeChambeau is talking about Horn. geometric lines and stuff like that. Shut up, Bluto, and hit the ball. 
God almighty. I like that. Well, but I think the difference is, so in golf, one round by one guy, right, DeChambeau, is a death march. It takes four and a half, five hours. Yes, you can always go show it. But the production, yeah, the TV production is there's always something happening for five hours. Yes, that's true. Baseball, it's just a slow drag. Plus, if you're out there. People play golf. If you're out there sitting in the grandstand. If you're out there sitting in the grandstand on 14, it's a yeah, where are those guys? Where's yeah. the next group? But you're right. It's uh, but if you go to a golf tournament as a spectator, you're not there to see golf anyway. So what the hell difference? Exactly. You know, you're, you're there to drink. You're out there to have very God expensive cocktails. Yes. Exactly. But baseball, if baseball just comes back now and just says, "Hey, we're back," you know. They've still well, got the exact well, same yeah, problem. The only thing that's going to kill them is when ESPN and Fox and TBS say, ah, with your ratings, we ain't paying you anymore. Mm-hmm. Then what are they going to well, do? Well, I, I think the one sneaky thing that's beginning to take place is the RSNs that, that carry teams locally are starting to balk at the price now. Yes. Which is good because that's where these teams get a ton of their, of their cash from. So I do think that we're starting to slowly but surely see the local offers for contracts not as high as, what, five, ten years back when it got ridiculous. I mean, the Diamondbacks have some sweetheart deal. They can't be that popular. No. Well, There's no way the area. Yeah, watch Arizona they got, the, they got the right demographic, though. <laughs> yeah. 87 yeah, years old, old on the average. Right, but they're bad for sponsorship. Sun City, they're That's doing big ratings. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sponsorship. Don Mackey's yeah. down there just funding yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> This game's great, Phil. I don't know what you see as a problem. Yes, yeah, when you're, uh, you know, the three hours and 45 minutes don't bother you when the other options are are, sleeping. (laughs) Pat. What? They're shuttings. That's what they are. What are the shuttings going to do? That's what the, that's what the, uh, that's what the Cleveland Indians should have changed their name to. The shut The shut-ins. <laughs> it's time for shut-in baseball. Sid shut-ins. Sid that was the, the greatest sit of all Sid time. Sit the shut-ins. By the way, we were trying to do, Maxie was out there yesterday, and we were trying to decide at what point would have Sid officially dropped Zim as a, like a bad habit uh, and embraced this new guy as the as the smartest young coach he'd ever seen. January 10th, I said, 11 a.m. No, 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 no. He would have, but you would have had a month of Zim didn't deserve to get fired. And Zim, so Zim hasn't spoken any media. He would, have, he would have had Zim quotes. Yes, he would have had Zim right. quotes. Okay, for sure. He would have had Touché. Zim quotes, and Zim would have fed him some non quotes. But, but he would have had Zim quotes. But at I said 3:55 p.m. We would have stopped hearing about Zim, and by 4.10 p.m., boy, this kid's marked man. Here's all the reasons he's better than Zim. And yeah. by the way, another great move by Ziggy. He's done so well, much for this town. The press, co- <laughs> the presser was so disappointing now, Pat, because we don't have the question to hijack the presser. Yes, to ask that first question. But And, uh, Qua- and, and Quazy, man, he, he would have. That, that Quazy couldn't get a word in edgewise. That would have been great. Hey, Quazy. Quasi, but Quasi introduced him and didn't no. say another fifty words. The rest of the uh, the only other time he spoke was when they awkwardly sort of turned to him for a Kirk Cousins thought, and he paused yeah. for ten seconds yeah. and was like, "Ah, they're not trading cousins, not okay? Sure. They're not." I'll, t- I'll tell you though, 
as a guy who's uh, been in this business since January of 66. <laughs> Those are two different looking cats up there on the uh, uh, two guys with flat stomachs and <laughs> all their and hair well, and well all their like, hair. And it's you're looking and saying, Crazy's really well dressed. This too. Don't remind me of suits. Calvin introducing Billy Gardner. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. I, f- I feel like football coaches are now they're going from everyone looked like Mike Holmgren yes, for like right. 15 years, that. and now they're all kind of looking like Sean McVay and Cliff Kingsbury. McCarthy you know? has to know. If I don't win the Super Bowl, I got no chance because they're going to have Kellen. He's Morris. got two guys, Kellen. Quinn or Moore, going to. Yeah. Well, well Sean, Sean Payton is going to be the yeah, yeah that's replacement. True. That's but, probably yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, but Mike, Mike McCarthy looks. You know, listen, I'm going to throw stones in the glass house here, but he looks terrible. Yeah, he's, he does. he's about fifty pounds heavier than he was when he took the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think that uh, that the pressure of that uh, job is uh, is is uh, pretty amazing. So what's uh, what do we got going on here? What are the bargains we get? People come up, but just I saw other places where you spin the wheel for free rounds of golf and all kinds of stuff. I haven't made the rounds yet, but um, um, yeah, there's I mean any sort of getaway, any sort of weekend trip. There's all kinds of the vendors are rocking out here at the mm-hmm. golf show. So a, I saw over here around the corner, Alabama golf is here. Yeah. Alabama, oh yeah. Yeah. Let's get there's, it. Uh, you guys want to take a little, little little boys trip? One last golf round for Royce down in uh, Alabama? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think I could make it. My something wrong with my knees. I think my days. You could ride, over. huh? Could ride in a cart. I, I exclusively ride, and I have the best knees above us four by far. <laughs> right? I, don't, I do not walk when I golf. Really? Absolutely no, not. You don't want to. You don't want to exhaust. No, the no, oh, no, no, no. Putting the bag down, putting it on your shoulder. Oh, it's an entire. I used to go no on, on Tuesday mornings once in a while if I didn't have a game by myself. Go to some lousy golf course and yeah, put it on my shoulder and walk it. And you know, in the nineties, you know, not when I was. 50-something. You know, people make fun of, you know, golf for being, it's, it's a sport in air quotes, right? But you, you know, you walk around however many miles you wind up walking oh, yes. for f- four days of a tournament. That, and, maybe that's oh. another thing they're mad at the PGA about, making them, ri- making them <laughs> yeah. walk. Especially Mickelson Phil, now. He's Phil still probably 51. wants to ride. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great point. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that with Phil. Yeah, that could have been. <laughs> that's a way to speed things up, too. Let's, yes. let's cut down. No, nah, I don't. Uh, I I want to see them walk through the crowd. I I'm I'm a big believer in that too. You know, they let the seniors ride, so yeah, that's uh, that's good enough. But uh, this weekend, Riviera, one of the great golf courses in America. Is that this tournament that's yeah. on over your Small head right now? Yeah. You know so somebody makes... somebody already has like a mat. Someone someone is sixteen yeah. under par here. I... In two days. Oof. Yeah. Boy, that's a low score at Riviera. Wow. Everyone else is like minus three. And they got like... these small little greens. Who is it? Rory got off to a nice start, but. Um... Yeah. Can't putt. But what happened to him? Through. Yeah. yeah can't, can't putt. Can't putt. Is he ever going to win? He's, he'll win it. He'll win maybe one or two more, but. Uh, who is it? Who's my golf guy that says he'll never win a Masters because he can't putt? I can't remember. Somebody told me that, and I'm beginning to think I believe him. He had the 1 1 when he was a kid, and he hit it between the cabins, and. Uh, is there any so Tiger? Tiger's not going to catch Jack. He's going to sit on what you know, fifteen majors or whatever it is. Yes. Is there anyone? Is the game too competitive and spread out now for anyone to get to ten? Is he under? Oh yeah, I said that. Yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, 
is there anyone in the game that can get to ten majors? Bryson's gonna he's 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 his knees are gonna give out or something. Yeah, yeah he'll ruin his back. Like can Morikawa get to ten? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. I doubt it though. I mean, there's so damn many good players. You know, I I would doubt it very much. So, uh, John Rom, well. John Rom, could get Rom might. Yeah. What's our next? Well, my guy, what's my our next big major event here? I think the uh, Interlochen's getting the Solheim oh, yeah. back, right? But yes. that's 2030 or something. Like. Are there any majors on the schedule in the future here? The <laughs> Ryder Cup in 28 six, or eight. something? Yeah, six yeah. or eight. Yeah. 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 That was, we we showed up pretty well we as a Ryder Cup crowd, not going to lie. And Judd and I are still rocking the uh, the freeloader free backpack. Oh, is, uh, yeah, I missed hundred dollar value. Yeah, these were great. Gratis. Usually, you know, we my, get, uh, get like a free sandwich or something. Yeah. We got like no, free hundred dollar backpack. It used to be something, man. <laughs> my favorite in the South was the Masters. They, you know, you could go get a sandwich or something. But uh, my favorite was the Daytona Five Hundred when they'd come into the press room. Uh-huh. With cartons of rental cigarettes, and they'd throw them to the, you know, they, the guy from Raleigh, they'd throw him because they knew what everybody smoked. So he'd throw him two, two cartons of Raleigh's. The guy back there, two cartons of Marlboro's. The guys, they come in and you got, you had a duck. You might get hit in the head with a carton of cigarettes. They're throwing them all. My over favorite, the well, my favorite NASCAR driver was Dale Earnhardt, but my second favorite NASCAR driver uh, was Dick Trickle, who would frequently yeah. light cigarettes up during cautions. When <laughs> yeah. he would, I don't think, I don't think he would do it during green no. flags, but if there was a caution, he'd light a heater up. My my friend David Stevens, a great writer, he ended up in Houston as a columnist, but he was a, he was a hot ticket. For uh, in some major publications, but he was worked in Atlanta as a cub reporter, and they sent him to a NASCAR race somewhere, and he knew nothing about it. So he, Junior Johnson, this is so long ago. Oh, Junior man. Johnson wasn't driving, but he he had a team, you know. Yeah. And and uh, Junior Johnson, so they all get up, they all get up to walk over. Junior's car broke down. So they all get up and they walk and they walk on this hot Stevie day of, over to uh, Junior's garage. And somebody says, what happened, Junior? Junior says, something blowed. <laughs> and they all turn around and walk back. They, they Some, walked. Something they, blowed. Something blowed. That was it. They all, they walked. He said, I walked a mile to hear something, something blowed. <laughs> They, they did. A, they had a NASCAR race inside. The, was it the LA Coliseum? Yes. Two weeks ago. Yes. They did. It was the Bush Clash, which used to be the kind of the kickoff. Daytona tomorrow, by the way, and supposedly sold out for the first time in years. Wow. And, uh, but the Bush Clash, three hundred. It was a quarter mile, but the turns were like. Yeah. How fast square. were they? How they fast were, can you even were, go? They. Not fast enough to get arrested on Medicine Lake Road. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 35 they were, they miles were an hour. Building just... her up to about 60, but they'd build it up to about 75 for like three seconds and then have to take a left. Yeah. It was, uh, but the LA people didn't care. They had a big crowd. They, you know, but it was just. The Coliseum's incredible, man. The Dodgers played there, the Rams, the Raiders. The, the amount of events in that stadium. Oh, opening ceremonies, 84. Yeah. And they had track and field there, too, in, uh, at 84. That was my first Olympics. That was a good Olympics, even if the Ruskies weren't there, damn it. A lot of, That's uh, back when we cared, though. 
We now we don't care. Okay, did you the guys? Are awful. I, 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 I was telling Declan this yesterday. So I woke up and I just happened to be flipping around yesterday morning early, and I and and there was live figure skating on. It was like it was the women's long program, the the final that they then showed in primetime later that night. And uh, I haven't followed super closely, but apparently the number one, the fifteen-year-old Russian, yes, uh, so she was doping. But yes. they cleared her. But if she were to well, meddle, they didn't clear her. They just had not completed a yeah. full investigation. Right. But if she, but she was allowed to compete, and if she meddled, they would not have a ceremony. But and she went in as the overwhelming favorite, and she fell like three yes, times. Right. right. And and that was all wildly entertaining. But then we found out after her disastrous, you know, performance was over that Johnny Weir is fluent in Russian. God bless mm-hmm. him. And so for like twenty minutes. NBC had cameras following the Russian team and coaches, mm-hmm. and, and it looked, when she came off the ice, it looked like, oh, the coach is consoling her and putting her arm. <laughs> and Johnny Weir translates and says, she's being chastised for her performance here yes. by the Russian coach. Yes, yes, yeah. I saw the, the, <laughs> real, kid. the real interpretation, and she said, why did you quit? Yeah. Why did you quit? So she's pumped full, yeah. full of drugs by adults. Yeah. Oh, why did God. you? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was... Uh, well, back in the day, Calgary was, you know, Frob Luker, right? I from, don't. Uh, no, from uh, Young Frankenstein. Okay. Young Frankenstein. Didn't you see that movie, Cloris Leachman? That's, before uh, that's so far before his Oh, no, it's great. It's Fra- great. Yeah. Is Fred Boyle the, the Frankenstein there? Cloris Le- Leachman plays. It's, it's, Gene Wilder is, uh, Peter Boyle is Frank the monster. Yes. Gene Wilder is the doctor. And, but... Rob Luker, Cloris Leachman just all making as freaky as she could look. And every time she speaks, the horses whinny out in the background, you know, like they, yeah, Rob Luker. And so shortly after the Rob, young Frankie, well, some, several years after, at the Olympics in uh, Calgary, 88, right? Yeah. 88? Yes. 88. You know, Kater, that was Katarina's last stand uh, for East Germany, and her 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 coach was Frob Luker, man. It was it could have been Coors Leachman right out of the area. She was just this tough old German. And think if Johnny, tough old if, East German who was offended by every question, you know. And if Johnny Weir somehow wasn't fluent in Russian, yes. then we never would have gotten. And and that had me thinking: Is there? In terms of knowing the ins and outs, being entertaining, and then also being able to translate on the flight, is there a better set of color commentators in all of sports than Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir? Is, is now is Johnny all dolled up like he usually is? I didn't see. They, they, didn't they, they never him showed him. Much. Yeah, they didn't show probably him. Much, China, but I'm sure he they is. Probably you could you you That's might be taking. Oh, his outfits were the best. Yeah, his his outfits, outfits were the were best. Fantastic. His getups were fantastic. Yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, I never got. I don't think I got to cover one when he skated. Oh, whatever they're, whatever they're paying him isn't enough. Tara yeah. Lipinski, though, man. Greatest Sid story ever. Oh, no. Got to tell it again. Oh, no. Yeah, Maxie asked him. Oh, God. Uh, so we're 90 what? 92? 90, no, 96. 98. 98. 98. 98. Yep, 98. Maxie on the TV show says, so what do you think about Tara Lipinski? Sid says, I don't know anything about Clinton and that woman. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I don't have anything to say about Clinton. That is and such that a woman. classic headline. <laughs> so the next week, the next week we got 
figures we got a picture of Tara Lipinski and put Monica's head on it and <laughs> showed it on the, showed it on the uh, Photoshop. And I got somebody at the office to Photoshop uh, Monica's head on Tara oh Lipinski. God. I don't know anything about Clinton and that woman. That show might had, what, two or three of the greatest Sid things because the, yeah. the swimming with Steinbrenner Sam thing. Swimming with Steinbrenner. You went swimming with, with Steinbrenner. <laughs> you went swimming with Steinbrenner. Look, I, I've been swimming with him too, sir. <laughs> Tara Lipinski. Oh, God. It was great. You know, that was one of my, my finest moments as a baseball writer in recent times. When I went, I was at Port Charlotte, and Ryan Lamar had played. And I came over and introduced myself, and he said, I know you. And he says, why? I said, why? And he says, the sports show. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Because his wife is uh, Whitney uh, Tang at the the kid from Edina that never lost a tennis yes match. and they he'd, they'd spend half the winter with her in laws and they never missed the sports show they would gather around yeah. <laughs> imagine, the, imagine the that yeah. he said I thought it was the worst show of all time he said now I can't miss it. oh yeah <laughs> and they they would count the steps to J D Hoyts right ninety nine one hundred from Target Field <laughs> that was the greatest one, two, two three, three. 99. <laughs> is t- by the way, is Ticket King still around? Is yeah, Ticket King still there? Are they? I think so. I Good for Ticket King. It's still there, but I used by the him. X. I used him right. for uh, Andrea Bocelli. Oh, yep. yeah. How it's, You told us you were going to. Oh, fantastic. At those prices, but uh, it, was, uh, it was a fine uh, birthday present for my wife. She loved it. So Very nice. And I got her in a, you know, the one thing, you don't want to make a big deal about it, and have the first question be, are these the best seats we could get? You know, so 400 a pop, I think. Well, I think you said you had to leave at 2.30, and we've kept you like okay. 15 minutes nah, past your time. I don't here. actually have to leave for <laughs> We I weren't as boring we as we expected. We, we kind of want to go drink, actually. So. I figure it's just, a, it's just time, probably. All right, gentlemen. All right. Golf show. Tomorrow's the, a big crowd. Usually Saturdays, right? Yep, That's and we'll be, for people listening to this, Quite a, we'll be hanging out around one one thirty again on stage here. Just quite a few people around, here today, so. too. Not a bad crowd. Well, the 2022 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. If you're young and healthy or middle-aged and healthy or even old and healthy, play golf. It's great. I wish I could still it's do great. it. It's great. Yep. All right. See you guys. Mackie and Judd. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. 
it's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their mizzle collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com.